0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah! Show number 1,990. Today we're going to be transporting ourselves on something a little different than an automobile. This is going to be fun. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah! Where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. And today I'm in beautiful Austin, Texas, with a very special guest by the name of Christopher Giardino. Christopher, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready, Mark. Thanks for having me here. Now, in your case. We won't be talking about clutches today because we got something very unique here on Cars Yeah. Today we're going to change the name up and call it Bikes Yeah because we're going to be talking about a very cool electric bike that you and your team have created. But before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your world, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Christopher? Yeah,
1: I will say um, one thing uh, most people don't know about me. um, It's kind of new for me. uh, So I've been shooting content for the last two years since I started this project and I'm looking forward to, to launch my, my YouTube channel sometime this year. So nice. It's kinda of like one of those things that no one knows, but I've been doing it for a while. So looking forward to it.
0: Wow. That's yeah. very cool. Well I can't wait to see it. Now the content that you're launching is that have to do with your business or is that something completely different?
1: You know it, it kind of cover my business but also covers a little bit of being a, a holistic designer and like Different projects and like uh, how I've been through all these different challenges, uh, uh, you know, in the startup world and especially in the United States uh, since I I just moved here three years ago. So, Mm Uh, you know, everything is a challenge. So I've been kind of like recording everything and and tracking everything. So I like expose it at some point. So we'll see how that goes. Well,
0: I look forward to that. You let me know and we can uh, let my followers know about it so we can hopefully drive some eyeballs to your new YouTube page. That's very cool. I'm glad you're doing that. You're definitely a creative guy and it's just another one of the many ways we can be creative these days in some very unique ways. Let me give you a proper introduction and uh, we're going to talk about what you're doing because I really love this new bike you created. Christopher Giardino is the chief vision officer and co-founder at Ristretto Electric Bike, a brand and manufacturer focused on design and performance. Their Ristretto 303 Founders Edition is a limited edition electric bike designed and built with specialized components and materials. They are crafted by the best artisan bicycle engineers in America, manufactured by Detroit Bikes in Michigan. Christopher was born in Atlanta, Georgia, but he grew up in Santo Domingo, the Dominican Republic, and considers himself. A holistic designer. You heard him say those words. I'm going to have him explain that a little deeper for us today. And at the age of 17, he started with opening up bars and clubs and restaurants, uh, got into the food and entertainment industry. But after eight years, he was ready to try something new. That creative restlessness, I think, set in for this guy, and Ristretto Electric was born. We'll be back in just a minute, but first, a word from our valued sponsor. So give him a little listen, and we'll be right back. Today, we're going electric. My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from Weather Shield HP, HD, Sunbrella, UltraTech, Reflect, Form Fit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YAH21, Y-E-A-H-2-1, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, While I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance. Designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Christopher, we are back. So, let's talk about what drove you or rode you uh to the Restretto electric brand because when I found out about you even though it's not automotive I went you know I want to have this guy in the show because I have some good friends that have been buying electric bikes mountain bikes street bikes commuter bikes when I looked at your bike being a fellow designer I love design I've uh, been in marketing and design my whole life I went this thing is cool I want everybody to know about this so take us on a little journey how did this all happen
1: Coming from an industry from restaurants, uh, bars, and like entertainment, and I think uh, I was at a point in my life that I wanted to try uh, something new, something different, and, and kind of like been in that route before. Like it, it's it's that challenge moment that you just go for it, and you gotta start learning every single aspect again. So you know when you're talking about electric bikes or bicycles, it's kind of like you you will think it's, it's simple, but you add a motor and a battery and you kind of like want to have a different approach and like how are you going to stand out from your competitors and, and uh, you know it's, it's one of those industries that it's very competitive to you know get some traction and, and have people to stand out with your competitors so it was very challenging and and I met uh, with uh, Todd Schusterman in, in Denver uh, it, they have this company called Da Vinci Design so it was kind of like a good yeah, they, they, they help us a lot uh, at the beginning, early stages in terms of ergonomics and how can he take my design and, and make it a reality. So that took us almost a year, uh, kind of like trying prototyping and trying also one of the big things that makes our bike stand out. It's the motor and components that we're using. Um, we, one of the motors that we have in the bike is the CYC Gen 3. It's, uh, it's another startup. Uh, they're based in, in, in Hong Kong. If not, it's one of the most powerful motors in the market, since most of the bikes in the U.S. are focused to follow the regulations of 750 watts. So our motor is capable to go up to 6,000 watts. So what? with that comes, <laughs> Whoa. yeah, it, 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 it is, uh, you can go up to 40 miles per hour uh, wow. in, in this bike. So, yeah, we definitely have that performance. And, of course, when you put a bigger battery and all these other components that need more ri- reliability, to be able to handle all this power, you have to completely redesign the whole bike and make it stronger and better. And at the same time, make it look nicer. And yeah, that's where, where we everything started. And uh, we were able to sold out our first batch. We did a crowdfunding on, on Indiegogo. And uh, uh, that was it. And we're currently building in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, hopefully we will deliver uh, late February in this year. 2022
0: you know it's very cool when i look at this bike design it it's got Mm. if i if i could say one word about it it's bulldog it looks very staunched and ready to go and i wouldn't Call it sleek, although it's a very elegant design in my interpretation, but it looks like it can go and do a lot of things. The the dual shocks, coil over shocks in the back, the the way the the bar comes up from the back and then kind of kicks over. It's got a little shoulder to it. It just has a Kind of a friendly, like I say, bulldog or frog approach, and, and you may go, "What is this guy talking about? He must be crazy." But I get it, yeah. yeah, but as a designer, I think you understand what I'm saying. You know, I wanted to ask you this you You call yourself a holistic designer? I use those words in your introduction. Could you explain that a little deeper? What you mean by that?
1: You know, in my early, uh, I was an architect stu- student, so I always like designing, creating this atmospheres and like. Everything related with design—that it can be any any component, any pretty much anything—and and I think every a lot of that comes from the automotive industry. You know, I, I since I was very young, I I used to go to the track with my dad. Uh, we used to race uh, radio control cars from gasoline um, and for the time, uh, we used to buy these European brands like FG that I think they're not around anymore. All these companies, but they were very popular back in the nineties. Um, and you know, when you just see all these, all these cars and like you open it and you got to build every time something breaks and change parts. And there will also upgrades or carbon fiber. And that gives you when you're young, kind of like an insight of how everything works in a, in a machine. Right. And, and how then you can also make it beautiful. I think, uh, Getting in the automotive industry is it's kind of like very hard as a designer, and and you know getting in the manufacturing because it's a very limited industry to get in. So there's when I started more to approach into the restaurant and nightlife, and and one of my favorite parts of, of being in this industry was designing the places and like creating the atmosphere, the whole thing. So I think uh, you know I always try to you know look what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And, and I'll just pick up that uh, line. And I think uh, right now we're doing this electric bikes and, and trying to redesign. And we're getting more into every single component, like the motors, the batteries. We're getting involved in every single component and parts of the bike. And we'll see what's, what's next, right? Like, I think uh, for the moment, I think that will define what's the approach of being a holistic designer. kind of like covering a little bit of everything and how everything looks
0: Very cool. Well, I'm glad you're back in in depth in the design world. Uh, Interesting path you've taken from architectural school, uh, most definitely. But I, I see some relationships there from the school to what you did before to what you're doing now. How would a customer of yours typically use this bike? Because I know this industry has a lot of different variations in bicycles that are have electric power. I know my next door neighbors who are retired, they go camping a lot. They bought some electric bikes so that when their camper's all set up, they can take off on the bikes and go do some fun things. Uh, You know, they're a little bit older. I mentioned in our pre-show chat of a good buddy of mine who has a very powerful uh, electric bicycle. That's a mountain bike specifically for that super lightweight. How, how would you define a consumer use of your bike where it stands right now?
1: So, you know, that that was one of the, the biggest challenges uh, at the beginning uh, when I decided to get into this industry. When I first started, uh, first convention I went uh, was in, in San Diego, uh, CAPTA, and I I always started checking what is in the industry, what could be missing uh, since it was very, very new. Electric bike industry started, as you said, like more into the mountain bike approaching. So it's, it's like smaller batteries and usually they use assistant motors then you start seeing the what they call the rear hub motors that goes inside the rear wheel so uh, when I find out about what this guy were doing in Hong Kong with this very powerful motor I think there was something here since there was not a bike in the market with this amount of power and of course people always want more of that power but at the same time there was another problem that to be able to run this motor, you need a bigger battery. So we took all of those components. We started with the components, and then we we wanted to have a unique design. And uh, one of the, I think, uh, it start growing up a lot in California was the using the fat tire,
0: mm-hmm. uh, kind of the beach cruiser look thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, correct. And and you know, it. I think at the beginning, it was like mm, this looks a little bit. Too much for me, since you know, usually most of the bikes are like normal bikes, not fat tires, and 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 uh, I think uh, it's grow- it's been growing a lot. I think it looks cool. A lot of people are getting more into it, and it's kind of like a new culture. It's still growing. Like m- most people are buying these bikes more frequently because you see it on the street and you're like, "What is this? This looks like a kind of like a moped, but it's not. It's a bicycle." Then you see the pedals, and then you see the big battery, and then you see how fast they go. And and like, of course, once you ride it, you you'll just get you're just on it. Like, it's <laughs> very fun to. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of like what everything uh started, and we kind of like approach that niche of the fat tire.
0: Very cool. I, I think it looks really cool. I think you're on a good track too, because of whenever I look at what's going on out there. And, and again, the people I see riding bikes that are, have electric motors in them, this seems to be the way they're going. And to try to do that on a bike with the skinny tires or like, you know, the old fashioned 10 speeds, with the tiny little tires, those need a little dicey to control too, especially if your market isn't a young, youthful market. And that was another question I had for you. Do you so far, are the people buying these bikes younger? And when I Say younger, I mean uh, anybody younger than me. <laughs> so uh maybe people, yeah. you know, their their twenties, thirties, forties or are you seeing it across the board?
1: Yeah. So I will say, you know, at the beginning, um I thought it was gonna be a younger demographic, but actually a lot of our customers are from forty five to sixty-five. Oh, so I was okay. very, very impressed about that. Yeah. And I think uh one of the things is because uh uh the twenty-six inches tire, so it's kinda of like a big bike. It's like a normal size, uh, but uh, we we find out that uh, younger demographics were looking for a smaller bike. Since you know, if you live in a city and uh, you want a twenty-inch uh, tire bike, like 20, 20 by by four, so it's like way smaller. The tires are more. the ergonomics are a little bit not same as uh, uh, as comfortable as a twenty-six, but since you're not always pedaling and you're you know you're just doing assist or using the throttle. It's kind of like a different style of riding. It's one of those new products that we're looking to release in a couple months. Releasing different products for different sizes and trying to target different demographics too. Okay. Since, yeah, it's one of the things uh, we're working on right now at the moment.
0: Cool. I like that. Hey, can you describe what the ride is like a bit? Because when I look at how your suspension system is set up, it's rather unique, but kind of almost old school motorcycle in a way. Yeah. I know it's just very different with those coils in the back. What's the ride feel like? How can you describe that? So,
1: you know, a lot of bike manufacturers, they, they try, and you know, I, I'll, I'll throw that also to the automotive. You're always trying to get the lightest product, right? Like you, you want to lose weight. So we didn't want it to lose the style. Like, you know, I think the, the, the two rear shocks in the back, it makes, makes the bike have that feeling as a kind of like a moped motorcycle style. Also the double crown front fork suspension in the front. It gives that style to, you know, we have the two lights. We, we don't never leave design behind. Like it's one of those important things that, that we we never, you know, we try to keep it even if it adds a little bit more weight. But I think we can afford the weight uh, because we have the power. So it's kind of like having a, a, a whole package that, uh, you know, you have the power, the bike is, it's, it's more heavy than some of our competitors in the market. But once you ride it and you see how comfortable it is and, you know, you have that speed, you wouldn't change it. You know, you'll just stay on it. And, and I think that's, that's the call. Yeah. Well,
0: let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. When we come back, I want to talk about a big challenge because every startup is fraught with challenges. Seems like you keep doing startups, so you must like it in some way. So keep that thought in mind and we'll be right back. We'll put the kickstand down for a moment. You listeners know I've been into car care my entire life. I am so excited to team up with AutoGeek in 2022. AutoGeek.net has been a leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started in 1997 as a mail order catalog company has grown into a multi-website based e-commerce store that they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer in the country. Auto Geek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries and its retail sector ships worldwide. Go to autogeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and their stellar technical support. autogeek.net. It's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. I've discovered linkage that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code cars, yeah" when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. <laughs> So let's talk about this a little bit, Christopher, and that is a big challenge you face, could be even a big failure that you face. And the reason I ask this is really more about what did it teach you so you can move forward in a positive way? It's those life lessons that we sometimes have to go through when we fall off a bike.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I will say one of the biggest challenges I ever had, it was when I decided to completely change to a new industry, like it's the, the electric bicycle also the the how competitive it is it's kind of like you you really have to do good and like put, put the best of the best on, on the product to be able to to stand out and you know after being eight years on the food and entertainment industry and be able to just have some traction in the market and and be able to uh, for us to to sold out our first batch and 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 that quick i think uh, i was a relief but you know we're still this is kind of one of those industries that you always have to keep improving and keep changing stuff. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think uh, I took a little bit back from when I used to own these restaurants. Like every new concept, like it was, you know, one was Italian, the other one was like a uh, like a meat restaurant. So, you know, you always have to learn, and and it's kind of like the same process. You always have to learn. I think I will I will mention that. Uh, as one of those things, like if you're always ready to learn and, and you will get it done.
0: You know, what comes to mind to me, back when I was a kid, Schwinn bicycles ruled the world. Everybody wanted a Schwinn Stingray. Everybody wanted a Schwinn 10 speed when they came out. That was the bike. Now there was competitors like Huffy and some others, but they were always the cheap ones. And everyone who was a, a kid wanted that Schwinn. And then mountain biking came along and Schwinn did not do a good job of evolving with the demands or the needs of changes, as you just spoke about. And they really kind of just died away. And I know they were still around, they've still been around, but they didn't Change, and I remember when I had my Schwinn Stingray, and then I bought my Orange Crate that had the shifter, you know, like the car. They they had that whole thing that came out, which was pretty cool. Uh, but then when mountain bikes came up, we started modifying our Schwinn Stingrays to be mountain bikes. But Schwinn wasn't keeping up; they weren't looking at the market, and of course, these other brands came in and. Uh, Schwinn kind of evaporated a little bit into the background. So I agree with you uh, watching what's going on. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this electric bike world in the next 10, 15 years because electric vehicles are coming on so strong right now. And we're seeing these changes in the automotive sector that I can't even believe how fast you know Rivian and these others that are coming on. And I just saw the other day, GM for the first time is not the lead manufacturer. they're They've lost the crown. And you just go, yeah. well, they're not they're not looking around and keeping up. I mean, a, a little guy like Elon came along and said, I think I'll disrupt things a little bit.
1: Yeah. I, I will, I will say it's the same thing in the bike industry. Um, if you don't keep up and always try to improve. And, and I think one of the approaches that we have as a brand is that we're doing all these uh, very limited batches since, since our bikes are, are like, you know, one of a hundred, one of 50, for each color. So, that gives us, of course, price comes up a little bit, but it's more of a, one of those products that make it more of a collection. Like you have the 303FS Founders Edition, but that's the Founders Edition. So there's just one of 50 of the Green Canapa Ristretto 303FS Founders Edition. So somehow it's, it's some of those products that even if it doesn't have the latest technology to the date in a couple of years, it's still very unique. It's still special. And I think it's one of those things that we wanna wanna keep as a brand, and and I think going forward is one of those things that we also wanna keep keep it uh, in, in the company, and and that also gives you that thing that every every batch, every drop, we change things, and we are constantly developing technology and 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 adding things to the to the new products coming up in the market. So uh, you always gotta keep improving developing like right now we're we're working on a current batch and and at the same time designing a new one prototyping the next one and it's it's same thing you know never stop working
0: absolutely you know i want to also mention something i think is extremely important especially right now your decision to manufacture in the united states and in detroit a city that came and grew big and then kind of, again, went away and died off. And uh, we saw in the last maybe five, eight years, things coming back a bit in Detroit, some people trying to manufacture things there again. I want to tip my hat to you for that decision. Uh, Was that a very definitive part of your plan when you wanted to come out with these bikes is to have them manufactured in the United States?
1: You know, uh, as a... Since we started uh, prototyping in, in in Denver, Colorado, uh, I think 99% of the bicycles uh, that get sold in the U.S. are built in China and, or Taiwan. And, uh, you know, it was that uh, feeling of, of building in America. And especially when you go to a city like Detroit, one of the first stops we did, we went to the Ford factory. And you just get this, this inspiration of... of and also from our backers, when we announced it, that we were going to do the bikes with chromoly steel, American steel, uh, there was that sense of, uh, as an American, like, okay, build in America. We want it, like, we just wanted to to get it done here. Uh, we wish all the components are built here in the U.S., but uh, it's, we, we haven't got there yet. Like, you know, batteries and, and some of the components are all built overseas. So, but yeah, I think, I think we're, we're very proud to build uh, a, the spikes in the U S and I think that also brings more value to for us in terms of quality and, and as a brand, to get it done here
0: man it's great i love it let's talk a bit about your passion for vehicles automobiles whatever it might be i know you've got a passion uh for this because we chatted a little bit beforehand is there a really special vehicle in your bike in your life now this could be a bike it could be a car it could be a motorcycle maybe it's a truck i don't know it could be an airplane uh something that really stands out and what is that vehicle and tell me a little story about it
1: you know i'll say i think uh you know a special vehicle and it will be, it will stay with my first car. My my first car, it was a, a Mini Cooper 1974. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad gifted it to me to go to college uh, uh, back then when I was an architect student. And, you know, it was a very fun car to drive. Uh, I think it's one of those cars that you don't expect how fun it is. It uh, yeah, especially oh, yeah. First car, it was manual. You know, that smell of the burning of the, the oil and everything. It was also always something that you got to take a pick up the hood and uh you know i, I used to drive this car everywhere so uh, i will say that 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 will be a, a special car a story uh you know um uh, this buddy of mine Fre- Frederick. his dad had a, a volkswagen beetle i don't remember the year but it's kind of like, you know same old car it was also red so he we decided to kind of to race it race it to each other yeah uh, oh yeah so yeah we we plan it put it together we invite some friends and uh we we met at my house and uh, we were gonna you know uh, raise the cars but uh, at the end he he had a problem with the clutch and uh it, it he couldn't like start it very well so it was not fair so we were we just went out and cruised so, but yeah, it was fun it was, it was good 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 times back then with those cars yeah
0: maybe uh there's a good fate there that that interceded because two kids going out and racing their cars, maybe not a great idea. Won't say it yeah. isn't something that maybe I haven't done either, but uh, yeah, maybe something stepped in, you know, I've got a great friend and a listener. Uh, good morning again, Christopher, his name's Christopher uh, Kimball. He's got a little mini Cooper, not too different than your first one. And what's funny is Christopher's a very tall guy, but the thing about those mini Coopers is amazing amount of space inside those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, they're, Definitely a lot of space. Uh, it's, it's just like now that I think about it, uh, the they're not that safe. Like, I remember my seat, it was not even attached. Yet. Like, <laughs> you just move it and you can go back, and there was not even like a click. I think I had to put the seat belts, no seat belts back then. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, uh, you know, it's just a fun, very fun car to drive. And uh, the history of that car, too. I think they were doing great in, in Raleigh and back then in the 70s. And so, yeah. Great
0: car. They're fun. First time I ever drove one was I was in college and my roommate had a friend with one. He came over one day and I was living in Pacific Beach, California, and there's this road that goes up to Mount Soledad and then back down the other side into La Jolla. It's very windy and fun. And he said, hey, have you ever driven a Mini Cooper? I think at that time I had a, uh, I must have had my, uh, not my Carmen Ghia. I had a, uh, a Scirocco, first gen chirocco that I bought new when I was in college. And I said, yeah. And I, I really didn't have much. I thought, okay, whatever, this will be interesting, but yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't want to get out of that it, thing.
1: <laughs> you know, well, my dad had one of two Sirocco in the Dominican Republic.
0: Really? Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Was it the first generation?
1: I would have to ask him, but uh, I, I remember there was just two, because you know, like a country like the Dominican Republic, when when someone gets like a special car it's like everyone knows it sure. Who it is like you know sometimes they just bring two or three of those special models but i remember that name now that it's just mention it but uh, but yeah that's great yeah
0: yeah beautiful isario design um great low car fun car i had it for about 10 11 years it was super but yeah mini coopers fun so i'm going to be your car psychologist and crawl into your skull a little bit here christopher if you were manifest as a vehicle what would you be as a creative individual and why
1: you know um I will say I'll, I'll split it on two, but I'll, I'll just, I'll just go with the, I think maybe the Countach, um, you know, it's one of those Italian cars that, that you can put in the same line as a, as a 911, you know, and, and isn't that category of of permanent classic cars, you know, especially, I think, you know, the, with the new, the new, the new one that they should take out, like, I think it was six, five months ago, the new Countach. Oh yeah. Kind of like keeping the lines. Kind of the
0: the retro. car. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe oh, one of the main reasons, and I'll also say, like, uh, you know, well, one of the guys that re- restyled the car was Horacio Pagani, one of those guys that I really look up to as a designer. Yeah. So very inspirational for me. Uh, and it's also with the work that we are doing at and, and Restretto, you know, that those attention to the details of every single thing component that goes in the, in the package, no matter what it is. So... I'll stay with the comment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty special car. Is there a great book that you've read you'd like to share with our listeners? Um,
1: right now, I'm currently reading The Luxury Strategy. Uh, it's about the rules of marketing, building luxury brands, and like how do you, you know, how do you get it done? There's a lot of things that you might say it's kind of like a gains to the market and how, you know, in terms of money income. But I think when you're building a brand, there's a lot of things that you have to, put it aside and and just keep the, the great product and, and the spirit of the brand. Um, yeah. so yeah, I will say that that's currently where I'm on it right now.
0: I'll have to, uh, get my hands on that book. The author, um, I don't know a lot about Gene uh, Kepfer Kepfer. The an interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know a lot about the author, but, um, Sounds very fascinating and coming from, for me, coming from the marketing background and design background, uh, sounds like a book to get my hands on. I think that's cool. So I'm going to take you on the ultimate drive today. I'm going to open my wallet and I'll let you spend as much money as you'd like. You can pick any car, you can pick any person to be with, living or someone who's passed, and you can go driving anywhere. What does that look like for you?
1: All right. I will, I will go on a ride with Orassi Pagani.
0: Uh-huh, okay uh, yeah
1: on uh the tomaso p72
0: oh
1: okay i don't know if you're familiar with that car yeah 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 uh, i think that car it's 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 awesome i think it, it kind of like brings a little bit from the past the design of those Lehmans from the 70s and and uh i will be driving okay yeah and yeah i think. uh I will, I will ask him, you know, about the feedback. I think one of those things that uh, every time a car, a car's come out and, and we see it on social media, I have this friend of mine, uh, his name is Ramon Architect too. And we kind of like do our own analysis of the cars. Like we just go through every single angle. Like, what do you think about this? Why do they do it? And like, kind of like crit- criticize and like, uh, it's one of those fun things that, that we do every time a, a new Ferrari comes out or like uh, uh, or something or, or special cars, and, and, and you know it, yeah, I think that that's it
0: that's pretty cool. yeah, I saw that car uh, at Pebble uh, along with the original p seventy, you know, and a Wong design car. Yeah. That thing's killer. It's just like whoa <laughs> yeah and, uh, and to go with well, uh, yeah yeah, to go with Pagani, that would be even more cool, yeah, I think that's a, that's a very cool answer. I expected something like that from you, so. Nicely done, my friend. You know, before I ask you for some parting thoughts, Ristretto, where'd the name come from?
1: Ristretto, it's a concentrate shot of, a, it's kind of like an espresso in Italian. The name come from, um, I think it was Porsche. They released, a yeah, Porsche released a, a new Panamera and it was this brown. And I kind of like look up for that color. They call it Ristretto Metallic Brown. Mm-hmm and that name Restretto just stick with me. And I was just checking it, it was available and, and uh, we're very lucky to, to get it on our hands. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, that's kind of like the, that feeling and, you know, uh, coming from, you know, an Italian family and all that, like, I think it, it kind of like, you know, also brings a little bit of that to, to the brand and sounds cool. And I think it's been, you know, it's, I think it's been a good name so far. A lot of people like it. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like the story.
0: It sounds like a shot of something. And when you tie that with the concept of electric, electrified it worked really, yeah. it goes, it comes off the tongue very nicely. And uh, yeah, I think you did a great job there. Well, before I let you go, could you share maybe a, a success quote, uh, words of inspiration? I know that your, your brand mantra is stay electric, which is cool. And you said another thing earlier in our talk, we never leave design behind. Uh, I think I'm going to include those two lines in your uh, parting thought quote, but is there anything else you might like to leave us with today as we roll into the new year?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I will say like, if you're gonna if you're going to try, go all the way. Like, mm-hmm. you just you know, there there's some projects that sometimes you know you can be in a spot in the moment that can can get very frustrated and you just want to get it done and like uh, you know and and you just said you 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 have to keep in the path of of the the, the whole complete package being beautiful and functional. So uh, that requires an extra effort, of keep doing it better. So I'll say, yeah. if, you, if you're going to try and go all the way.
0: I love it. It's great. How can people get their eyes on and their hands on Ristretto electric bicycles?
1: Yeah. So, uh, our website is ristrettoelectric.com. Um, right now we were, like I said, we're currently sold out, but we will, we're taking our email on our email interest list. So if, uh, we're going to release a new product in a couple of Announce a new product in a couple months, and yeah, I think that's the the best. Uh, and we're on Instagram. We're with Just Ristretto, the double T at the end. Yeah, that's where we are. And feel free to DM us. Uh, we also have a Facebook group with our you know all our backers and people that that buy, buy the bikes. We have a kind of like a little cool community down there, and it's very fun. Uh, they're always posting and and. Chatting with us, and we we're one of those brands that we are very connected with our clients and 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 customers, and um, you know they can just basically send us a message anytime, and we'll we'll answer.
0: Cool. I'll put all these links on Christopher's show notes page and the Car Show website. You can just go and type in the search bar, Christopher Girardino, G-E-R-A-R-D-I-N-O. Love that Dino because, of course, the Dino Ferrari, one of my favorites for sure. Christopher, thanks for spending some time with us today. This has been a fun ride. I want one of these things. This looks really cool. Love what you're doing. Very proud of you and your team. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road, maybe on a Ristretto electric bike. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, thank you for having me and um yeah, appreciate the time.
0: You're very much welcome. Thank you. Cars Yeah has teamed up with Techforce Foundation, one of our charities of choice, to help young people who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands pursue careers as professional technicians from auto collision and restoration techs to motorcycle boats race cars and aviation techforce covers the gamut of technician opportunities technical education and the skills trades matter and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling learn how you can help to power the technical workforce at techforce.org today thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah